We know that building wealth comes from owning businesses and making investments. Yet why still do nearly half of businesses fail in the first five years, and why do others lose it all in their investments? Welcome to the Wealth Watchers Podcast, your resource for building a massive net worth. We bring real stories from real people who are experts in business and investing, who will share secrets and actionable strategies to amassing wealth and achieving success. Brought to you by Happy Camper Capital. And now, your hosts, Justin Hoggett and Adam Lendy. All right, everyone, welcome back. Episode two of Wealth Watchers podcast. I'm Adam Lundy, and with me here is Justin Hoggett. How are you doing hey, today? Guys. Hey, I'm good, Adam. Uh, great to be here with you again. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited about this one today because I know you and I recently reread the book, uh, but let's just jump right into it. Um, do you want to share what it means to trade time for money? Yeah, well, you know, most people do this, um, you know, from straight from the book. Cash flow quadrant. Robert Kiyosaki explains things really well. Uh, you know, trading time for money is just that, right? We go to a job, we go uh, from eight to five, we get a check at the end of the week or two or month or whatever it is, and that check pays for our time that we were on the job. Sometimes we're there longer. Sometimes we get that overtime, which feels good, but ultimately we're still trading our time, which is finite for us on this earth. So. Um, you know, we're just sitting here trading away. So let's see if we can fix that. Got it. And what are, what are some, what are some ways that you can do that? How, how do people stop trading time for money? Well, Adam, you know, it's, it's kind of what our mission here is, you know, let's, let's be, um, investors, let's be business owners. Um, you know, as, as an employee, that's, that's the epitome of trading time for money, right? You're doing that for someone else, the small business owner, um, you're really trading time for money. Uh, uh, someone else is paying you, your customers are paying you. So, uh, getting on the right, right side of the cash flow quadrant is, is really where it's at the big business owner and the investor. So, um, you know, we're setting goals around that. Got it. Now, I know a lot of people get into business. They start their own businesses because they want to free themselves from the chains of employment and, you know, the working nine to five, Monday through Friday. They, they see the glamour of, you know, setting your own schedule and being your own boss. Um, how do they still end up on that left side of the quadrant where they're trading their time for money? How aren't they just in that, you know, big business owner seat where they've got other people making money for them? Yeah, I think it's a mindset, right? Um you, you can kind of think about yourself being the, the small business owner and that small business owner, we're all doing things ourselves. We really like being involved. We like being in charge. Um, and so we're out there getting our customers and we're treating them well and, and we could just get stuck. Right. I mean, I think it's very easy to do. You get stuck in that small business owner mi mind mindset and um, not making that next leap. And, and I know it's hard right? Not knowing what that next step should be, what it is, how to do it. So yeah, I mean, talk, talk about some of your businesses, right? Like you've, you've been in that seat. Yeah. And you know, I can speak from experience on this one. So my first venture into business was my real estate business, real estate brokerage. And I thought I, I thought I'd hit it and I, I was, I was going to be set. 
Um, what I quickly came to realize is that my time is finite. My resources are so finite. I can only do so much with the time I have in my day um, before you leverage yourself. And as a solo, or I, I shouldn't say solo, I was part of a team, but as, as a real estate agent working for my own income, um, what I found is that if I didn't work, I didn't make money. And if I worked, I made money. So I was trading my time for money. Um, and the only way you can really free yourself from that is through leverage. So it's about build, making that trajectory from that small business owner to that big business owner. Now, a lot of people aren't going to leap straight from being an employee of somebody else to being that big business owner. That's a tough leap to make. It's usually a segue through the small business owner realm. Um, however, a lot of small business owners, and I think maybe you can tell me if you agree with this, Justin, but I think a lot of small business owners get stuck there because they're perfectionists. And nobody else is ever going to do it as good as they can. What do you think? Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, I, I am guilty of that as well. <laughs> you know, I I uh, feel like I do a great job of what I do, and then I feel like I should keep doing it. But, you know, uh, we should all focus on getting help when we need it, when we can afford it. When, you know, someone does a 85, 90% as good a job as you, then then that's a win, Right. Um, that frees you up to continue down a bigger, better path. So, um, yeah, small business owner, get it. It's, it's complicated. Uh, but when you, when you look at the bigger picture, just think, you know, if you can be that big top guy or the investor and you're, you're able to step back and just point fingers and say, go do it. I mean, doesn't that sound pretty good? <laughs> okay, so Kiyosaki mentions in the book that there's a test to know when you've made that switch from small business owner to big business owner. You know, when, so you you can tell when it's happened. There's actually a way to delineate it, and it's when you get to the point where you can step away from your business for a year. And I mean, totally step away, not go work remote and still check your email every day and check in on your team. But when you can step away from your business for a year and you come back to a bigger business. I think a lot of us would realize pretty quickly that we're still on the small business owner side of that because I don't know a whole lot of people that can safely say that they can step away and watch their business grow. What do you think? That's right. Yeah, uh, I certainly couldn't do that. So I must still be in the SB. And, and, and it's interesting. Yeah, Justin. So your story is actually one that I really wanted to highlight because I think a lot of people might get, especially like the investor side, um, confused as to what it really means. Um, because you came right out of your corporate job straight into real estate investment. Um, however, you weren't in a position where you could just step away and go uh, sail off on vacation for a year. No, but I mean, I kind of did go on vacation for a year. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So my story, uh, I I was fed up with my job. I was, um, you know, for all practical purposes, going to work every morning crying. I just couldn't couldn't handle it. I didn't like it. And um, realized that real estate was my way out. And I was at the time working, um, geez, I don't know, 16 hour days uh, between my full time eight hour job and my own business and rent renovating a home and came home at midnight every night. So I really put in the effort. I really focused. And then I set a goal. And, you know, we'll talk about goals later too, but the goal of getting out of my position and with 120 days mindset, I decided to purchase enough homes in the Pueblo market, 
which at the time was some of the cheapest homes in the country with some of the highest rents, uh, dollar for dollar. So it was a really good market. And I focused, I bought uh, almost uh, 11, 10, 10, 11 houses in four months to segue out of my job, quit, became almost daddy daycare, and then uh, and did the rentals and became a property manager full time at that point. Um, of course, then I um, kept going and I got an apartment building another two months after that and um, had had the flow of energy going. So uh, really provided a great revenue stream, uh, the cash flow. So the investment side, of course, a lot of the investment was in Denver. Everyone can probably understand Denver market has been crazy and, and, uh, appreciated a lot since that all happened. But, um, now I've got more properties and I've worked myself back into a job again. So need to, um, need to get some help. Yeah. So that's interesting though. So that's, so even though you're an investor on the right side of the quadrant, you're still an S a small business owner on the left side, because you can't yet step away from that business. Right. It would not operate without me. Right. Absolutely. So I guess, why is it important to be on the, on the right side of that quadrant? Why, why should somebody want to be in that big business owner and that investor section? Right. I mean, I think you could probably say the same thing, but um, financial freedom, right? getting the time that you deserve to enjoy uh, traveling or your family or whatever it is you want to enjoy your time doing. Um, I think most people don't want to be working, right? I mean, shouldn't we be out enjoying ourselves? What do you think? I, you know, I agree with that personally, Justin. And at the same time, I also understand that some people listening are just going to be saying, Hey, I love my job. You know, I mean, yeah, I want to travel more, but I really love what I do. You know, some, some people, it's a passion project. So we're not yeah. saying they have to quit their jobs, right? No. And, and uh, you know, my father-in-law says, you know, retirement is, uh, is for the dead. You know, we have time to sleep full time when we're, when, when we're in the ground. But uh, retirement for me is just being able to do what we want whenever we want. So when I say I want to retire, yeah, I'm going to still be working. Of course, like I love it. I love the challenge and the goal and the success, right? But, uh, but retirement doesn't have to be just sitting around. Absolutely. And, you know, from my background, so it, just for the listeners who don't know, I had a law enforcement background before I got into real estate. And a lot of the guys I know, a lot of guys and gals I know who are in law enforcement still working the beat out there, they do it because they love it. Some of them are successful investors who have created fantastic assets and income streams for themselves. They still do that job because they love it. So we're absolutely not saying to quit your job. Uh, we are encouraging those who don't have any income streams on the other side of the quadrant to entertain how you can add to that, how you can supplement your wealth through investing, maybe even through owning businesses. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, the, so it is possible to exist on both sides. You can keep your day job, you can keep your small business, and you can be an investor, for example. You know, there are ways that you can do this passively. Um, and this is, this is kind of a fun one I enjoy because I've talked to a lot of people who said, well, I don't want to do that because, you know, I, I can't be a landlord. I don't, they, they see it as a job and it is, it is a job. They don't, they don't want to be collecting rents and chasing tenants down and fixing leaky faucets and taking 2 a.m. calls, right? So <laughs> how else can they get in the game? Yeah. So, um, you know, passive versus active is what you just explained. Uh, being active is kind of what I do, uh, what you do a little bit of. And, um, and then, so getting in the game 
you can invest in real estate passively, right? Truly passively. So working with us, we, we could um, invest in an RV park um, passively. We will utilize additional funds and um, you guys sit back, relax, you know, watch your money grow where someone else is doing the work. Yeah. And, you know, Kiyosaki mentioned in the book, of course, that the test of the big business was if you could step away from it from a year and it's, and it still grows. And of course the test of an investment is similar. It's that you can step away from that for a year and it grows more money. If you have to be actively engaged, it's not, it's not a true investment in the sense that it's, it's passive income for you. Yeah. Let your money work for you. Uh, like, like we said earlier, uh, allow that money to move, allow it to work for you, increase your income. Yeah. So, so we're speaking to everybody here, no matter where they are, no matter what their goals are in their, in their jobs, in their businesses, or in their investments as a whole. If you're somebody who loves your day job, great. Keep listening. We're going to help you build your net worth, uh, be that through scaling your debt investments. Um, if you're somebody who looks, wants to get out of the grind, wants to quit your nine to five and you want to get into business, stick with us. We've got experts in business building here. So, you know, we can help you make that transition from an employee to a small business owner as quick as possible so that you can springboard to that level of big business owner or even straight to investor. Really, the great thing about this model is it's something that you can scale and tailor to what you're really looking to do with it. Yeah. And, and uh, it kind of a follow up to all that, you know, we do suggest reading the book. Uh, it has a wealth of information in there. Um, you can really gain an understanding what we're maybe talking about and touching on here. You know, of course, we can't go into all the details, but uh, it, it really does explain all those quadrants. There's four of them, the employee, small business owner, big business owner, investor. Um, and and you can be um, all of them, really, you know. So it just kind of depends on how you want to utilize your time and, and energy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, we, we can give you a synopsis here in a, in a short podcast episode, but the best thing you can do is pick up Robert Kiyosaki's book, Cashflow Quadrant. Um, you know, I have invited him to be on the podcast, so we will get him on a future episode. Um, check back. We will have that done. <laughs> that's, that's right. Setting the goals. Perfect. Thank you, everybody, for listening in today. Um, one thing we want to encourage you to do, because as we've discussed before, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, is join our community. Um, we have an active Wealth Watchers community on Facebook right now. We've got discussions going on with our inner circle members who are members of our Wealth Watchers meetup. So go on Facebook, look up the Wealth Watchers Net Worth Growth Club, join and then, of course, once you've attended one of our meetups, join the inner circle, get in on the conversations and really work with our uh, growth minded members just to build that wealth. That's right. Think, We'd love to see you. And we hope to uh, see you at one of our local meeting chapters as well. So um, come learn with us, be members, talk about it, set your goals, become stronger. Great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep, Catch you in the next one. episode. All right. Bye bye. This has been the Wealth Watchers Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about Wealth Watchers and our parent company, Happy Camper Capital, please visit happycampercapital.com.